0: Hello and welcome to The Tribe. My name is Annika and I am your host. I am currently podcasting from the bathroom floor of my friend Kate's house, so welcome to that. Um, I am, as usual, somewhat excited about today's topic, Um, but before we get to that, I wanted to share that we are going to be landing the the plane of this podcast um, in the coming weeks. And I'll be wrapping it up, I believe, somewhat permanently. Um, so I just wanted to give you all the heads up that that is coming, coming your way, and um, more info will be coming about that soon. So um, today, today's topic is how you can help world peace. <laughs> um, which maybe I'm the only one who thinks that title is very funny, but I think it's hilarious. And So today, yeah, this is about how you can help world peace. And this came to me, actually, um, I was reading one of my favorite books that I've, you know, podcasted about is called A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. And um, there's a passage where she said, um, angry people cannot create a more peaceful world. And that just got really under my skin and sat with me for a while angry people cannot create a more peaceful world um and i find that really beautiful uh but then so i i I wrote out that this whole podcast topic about it and here's what i'm gonna do and it's gonna be so great and angry people can create a more peaceful world and la 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 the whole thing um except then I so I sat down to record it today and had this uh pretty loud voice come come over me and say um be careful um this this is a harmful subject uh it, anger is often rooted in oppression and Annika you are speaking from immense privilege And so it's, it's really difficult for you to sit here and say, angry people cannot create a more peaceful world. So I wanted, I want to say that we need to be really careful when we use this messaging about who we're talking to and what we're talking about, because anger can so often be rooted in oppression that we do not understand. Um, So I'm going to speak to y'all privileged folks out there about this topic today. And I wanted to start with a passage I was reading yesterday, uh, The Book of Joy, which is a collaboration between Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama. And they had a really beautiful, uh, you know, um, synchronistic message um, that I think works well with what we're talking about today. So uh in the book it says, so being joyful is not just about having more fun. We're talking about a more empathetic, more empowered, even more spiritual state of mind that is totally engaged with the world. When the Archbishop and I were working on creating a training course for peace ambassadors and activists who go into conflict regions, he explained how peace must come from within. We cannot bring peace if we do not have inner peace. Similarly, we cannot hope to make the world a better, happier place if we do not also aspire for this in our own lives. I was eager to hear about how we deal with the inevitable obstacles to joy. Um... Uh, but knew I'd need to wait for the next day. This book is also amazing, by the way. I highly recommend it. It's called The Book of Joy. Um, but the the key point here is the idea of we cannot bring peace if we do not have inner peace. And if you think about it, you know, if you were a peace worker going into a conflict region, um, it probably wouldn't be helpful if every single time somebody cut you off on the way from the airport, wherever you were going, you screamed at them in the car. Or if you know, somebody said something quite heated to you and you took it really personally and then you turned around and went off on them. Um, so as we are trying to bring peace into the world, it's important to evaluate how we are acting. And again, this is particularly for my privileged listeners be it white privilege, male privilege, able-bodied privilege, cis privilege, straight privilege, whatever you have. Um, so your job, as you are working to help world peace, is to do the work on yourself. And, okay, what does this mean, Annika? Cool, I'm here, I want to do the work, blah, blah, blah. What does it mean to do the work? I think one good place to start is to clear your judgments of yourself and the world around you. Um, when we are walking around in a judging and or comparing attitude, uh, we are... We are um, there's this great quote and I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, if I, if I'm judging you, then I don't have time to love you. So if I'm walking into a room and I'm noticing all the things that people are wearing or saying or being or acting or doing, and I'm getting annoyed by it, I don't have time to love those people. And what I often find in my personal life is if I if I were to walk into a room and say, oh, like, ooh, your your hair looks weird or like that person's wearing a color that I'm not used to, be it in the like, you know, sometimes for me, something, I mean, it's probably pretty obvious that I'm pretty liberal. And for me, a judgment might be like, wow, like that person's wearing like cowboy boots, like it's pretty, you know, basic or whatever. If I'm judging that person, then I don't have time to connect with them. I don't have time to love them. I don't have time to build a relationship with them. And so we need to be really aware of and, um, careful of our judgments of other people. Um, and, and, and do the work on clearing those. Maybe you're clearing your judgments of entire communities. Maybe you're clearing your judgments of yourself. But as I said, if we're in judging energy, then we just do not have time to love. Um, another thing that you can do to work on yourself is to remove your self doubt and create a foundation of self-respect, Uh, we've talked a lot about these, these topics on this podcast over the years about removing, uh, about building your own self-confidence. One way that you can serve the world and do the work on yourself is to create self-confidence and self-efficacy so that when you've, you know, taken the doubts away and you see a challenge and you have an idea about how to tackle it, you are not paralyzed by fear and self-doubt of, I can't do that. Who am I to do that? A way of working on yourself is creating your own capacity to serve, to creating your own capacity to help the planet. Um, It's immensely important, and and it is serious work. Uh, Again, there are whole podcast episodes throughout this history, the history of this podcast, about how to build self confidence and how to um, respect yourself and how to like yourself and on all those different things. And that's immensely important and creates, contributes to, to world peace. Uh, cause the world needs more people who see respect and respect themselves and are able to show up and do the work. Um, another idea is to fill your own cup so that you can begin to just give. Um, I, I, as you know, as I talked about, you know, in, in the past couple of weeks, worked a job that was pretty overwhelming uh, this past year. And I knew that I needed some time off. And so I took a vacation and really took an extended vacation, like a multiple months long vacation. And, you know, that also did come from privilege and having saved up money and, um, you know, having access to support that many people don't. But I feel was taking time because I could to fill my own cup and then was able to just turn around and give. And one of my favorite things about generosity, and they also talk about this in the book of joy. Um, one of my favorite things about generosity is that it's actually somewhat confusing to people. Sometimes I remember I was volunteering at a conference this past spring and I was just there as a volunteer you know like wasn't getting paid anything and was working you know 12 hour days with this organization just to help them produce this conference and give the best content to the people who were attending and everything and everyone on the staff was so confused and it just made me laugh of people get really confused by genuine generosity of hi yeah no I'm really just here to help like I just want to make sure that y'all have a great time and have a great conference and all those different things. And, um, we are able to give in that way. When we have filled our own cups, we're able to give in that way when we have taken care of ourselves and we're able to give in that way when we trust ourselves as well, um, to know that I can draw a boundary when I need to, I trust myself to listen to myself. I trust myself to honor myself in situations and remove myself from unhealthy situations. Uh, When we start building that trust and we fill our own cup and we're able to just give and be generous. And, and so that's filling your own cup and practicing generosity is another way that you can quote unquote, help world peace. Um, And then the last step is to go out and seek to understand that which you do not understand. Uh, so, particularly my white American friends, read Between the World and Me by Ton nehisi Coates. Read The Root. Google how to become a white ally. Um, and and this is also beyond just the black community and the white community in America. But seek to understand everyone. Seek to understand other genders and the experiences of people in other genders. Seek to better understand the experiences of people with disabled bodies. Um, seek to understand different sexual orientations or really, really importantly, seek to understand other socioeconomic groups, learn, educate yourselves. Uh, If you have been given this gift of privilege, do not build a taller fence, but a longer table. Again, do not build a taller fence, but a longer table. The way that you can help world peace is to go and educate yourself. Seek to understand that, that which you do not understand and learn. Learn, learn, learn. There, It becomes so obvious and so apparent when we seek to understand what the path forward is. Um, and the last thing I'll add on that topic is... Don't put the burden of education um on folks who are oppressed, so that means men don't you know approach all the women in your life and say, "Hey, I'm trying to learn more about women. What do you suggest I read Um I totally get that it's a very you know it seems like a logical approach just to go ask the people who you know go ask your your, um, LGBT friends, you know, how do I learn more about the LGBTQ community? Um, try to educate yourself on your own. So Google can totally be your friend in this way. There are so many resources. If you Google how to be an ally to the blank community, um, you will find a lot of resources. It's just a sign of respect to not put that burden of education on, on oppressed, uh, identities. Um, so that's, that's my ideas on how to create a more peaceful world. And, and remember, it comes down to this idea that angry people cannot create a more peaceful world. So clean up your side of the street, my friends. Um, clear your judgments of yourself and the world around you. Remove your self-doubt and create a foundation of self-respect so that you can begin to act and fill your own cup so that you can begin to give. Uh, Angry people cannot create a more peaceful world. Okay. That's all I have to say today. I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful week. I hope that you take care of one another and you take care of yourselves And I'll see you back here next week.